Welcome to the Manage My Wedding Podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to episode seven of the Manage My Wedding podcast. Thank you to those who are back again, and especially those who have left a review and subscribe. This helps other future brides and grooms find us when you take the time to review. So very appreciative of that. If this is the first time you're joining the Manage My Wedding podcast and you're just starting out with your planning, then I highly recommend you go back to the beginning so you know where to start with your planning and what is most important to tick off your to-do list first. But today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding, Will You Be My Bridesmaid and Will You Be My Maid of Honour personalised candles. These luxurious candles are the perfect way to propose to your favourite ladies and ask them to stand by your side. You can check them out at www.managemywedding.com. On today's episode, I want to talk about all things bridal party and how you go about picking those in your bridal party, asking them to be in your bridal party, and I'll also touch on handling those that didn't get asked but might be expecting to be asked. All of what I want to talk about in this episode is the same for bridesmaids and groomsmen. So if I say bridesmaids, I'm also referring to groomsmen because you can both um, apply exactly the same about what I'm talking about. It's just that us ladies are probably a little bit more open about talking about it. So if there's any men on here that are listening to this podcast, you can definitely take notes on what I'm talking about today. So firstly, uh, the moment you get engaged, you think you need to instantly rush out and tell everyone because you're super excited that you got engaged and you just can't wait to tell them that they're in the bridal party. Sound familiar? Some of you listening that may have already done this Um, (laughs) and you might be regretting asking some because it does change sometimes and plans change. And sometimes you can just have a little bit a week later and go, oh my gosh, I was really excited. I drank too much champagne when I got engaged and spoke to my best friend and asked him to be my maid of honour. But now I haven't asked my sister or, you know, anyway, it can get complicated. So I always try and suggest just don't rush off and ask them. You know, you don't have to do it at that moment. Just enjoy being engaged and having that moment with your partner. And then I like to say, come back and talk with your partner about the bridal party because sometimes we can rush off and we can ask five people and then our partner might say, no, I want a small wedding and I didn't even think I wanted a bridal party at all or I might only want one. And you definitely don't have to have the same these days. So let me just mention that. You don't have to have five five groomsmen and five bridesmaids. That is very, very old school. But you also don't want to have an issue um, with your partner and get into a blue about it because they don't want any or they want it small. So always have a chat about it and agree together on what you're going to do. And then after you both do agree, I suggest that you just take some time to actually sit on it for a little while. 
Um, I, I like to suggest this so you can have a think about some of the other wedding logistics and some things that you need to consider um, before you actually definitely tell those people. And also you need to consider those people that aren't going to be asked and how you're going to sometimes have to handle them. So you don't always want to rush off and tell the bridal party and then there's somebody else that was waiting because they thought they were going to be asked and you haven't handled that situation. So what do you do about those people that are not being asked to be in the bridal party but they're expecting it? And I always like to say that these two, there's two types of categories for this. So the people fall into two types of categories. They're either one category where you don't care and you know that there's going to be a drama, but you're okay with that and you're ready to deal with that. So that's fine. But then there's that other category of the people that you really care about and it's really weighing in on you about the fact that you, you can't ask them and you're not going to ask them, but you know it's going to upset them and that upsets you also. So I want to talk about the ones that you care about and that you're going to be upset about and some options that I want, I want to give you some options to try and alleviate that pressure because you can then ask those people to do those jobs around the same time that you ask the bridal party. So they don't hear through the grapevine that Fred is going to be the best man or, you know, Lucy's going to be a bridesmaid and she was asked two weeks ago, nothing's been said to you, to them because um, then they can be upset and kind of be waiting, wondering what's happening or just, yeah, it can be, it, can, it just can be hard on, on them and it can be hard with your relationship with them as well because they're waiting every time they see you. So if you have these conversations about what you want them to do at your wedding at the same time you ask the bridal party, then they're already aware of what their job is and they know, okay, I'm not going to be in the bridal party, but I've been given a really lovely job and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because it means that they still care about me. And sometimes you can have, there are some people that you can have an open and honest conversation with because of the situation. So you can say to them, I'm so sorry, you know, I have asked, or actually you don't even have to say sorry, you don't need to be sorry, but you can be honest and just say, I, I would love to have had you in the bridal party, but my partner and I have, only, have decided that we're only having two each and unfortunately I, I, I cannot have you, but. I'd really like to ask you to do da, 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 da. So if you don't feel like you need to have that conversation, then don't. But sometimes it can be nice to have that conversation as well. But back to the, some of the jobs that you can give them. So you can ask them to hand out your service booklets. You can ask them to hand out rose petals or bubbles or umbrellas, whatever you need them to hand out anyway at the ceremony, you can ask them to do. You can ask them to do a reading. Um, you can have as many readings as you like at your wedding. This is not restricted at all. You can have one, two, none, five. It, it's completely up to you. <laughs> I do want to say, though, if you're going to have five readings, just make them short ones because <laughs> that's just going to drag on your ceremony. You can also um, consider if they're really good at something. So you might have a friend that you think, is an amazing singer. So you could ask them to sing a song at your ceremony or at the wedding, or uh, they could be the acoustics, why people are having their drinks, but think of something that 
some people are good at and ask them to do that for you. Then because they're doing that, you can't really have them in the bridal party. So that works really well. There's also the job of ushering guests into the reception, signing as a witness. You need two witnesses. So you see two signatures, two witnesses. So that's a really good one. And there's also asking them, you could ask them to do a speech at the wedding or you could ask them to do that really big role of the MC. And that's a really good job to give somebody that you're really close to, you really care about and love, you really want them involved, but they're not going to be in the bridal party. MC is definitely a really good option. As long as they're a confident person, they can handle the role of the MC. That's, that's always a really nice job to be given. But, you know, <laughs> weddings are always going to cause for someone to be upset somewhere. It, it's just always going to happen. But your really good friends, they actually, they might internally be upset, but they also, they get it and they understand. And let's be honest, in a couple of years' time, it's going to be completely forgotten anyway. It's, it's, it's over, it's past. And if someone gets really upset about it and you lose a friendship, then they weren't really a friend anyway. But I think you already know that. <laughs> I, um, I've been a bridesmaid seven, oh, hang on. Actually, let's take that back. I've now been a bridesmaid eight times. <laughs> eight times. So there was no way when I got married that I was, I'm going to have eight bridesmaid, bridesmaids. It, it's just not possible. You could, but it's, that's a big bridal party and it's a lot of expense and, all, you know, it just, was, it just wouldn't be something for me. So that is really difficult and I found that really difficult. I, I, I certainly did. It's very, very hard when you love everyone so much and I have lived all over the world so I have friends from everywhere and they are all amazing relationships. But I've lost no friends over, over not having someone in my bridal party. So that, that goes to show that, it, you know, you usually won't lose a friend over it. So up, we're now up to the part where we've, you've sat on it for a while and you've thought through all the different roles that people can do and who does what. And now you can start to think about how are you going to ask them? And if it's going to just be a simple, you know, will you be in my bridal party or if you want to make it special and, remember, and memorable. So there's the simple ones where you can just either call and ask them or you can send a card. We actually sell some really beautiful, will you be my bridesmaid and will you be my maid of honour um, cards. And they're perfect for just writing a little note to either hand to someone or to post to someone. Or you can just ask them when you catch up next, face to face. So I, I have a bit of a story. I nearly got married. I, I am married, of course, which a lot of you will know, but I did nearly get married once before. And um, my wedding was cancelled six weeks before. So I already had, and it was my choice, so I'm fine. <laughs> and everyone has moved on. That was a long time ago, eight years ago when I'm recording this podcast. So everyone's now fine. Everyone's moved on and remarried. But I had five bridesmaids that I had already asked. And when I then got engaged for the second time and then did actually marry that, that person, my husband, who's James now, I knew 
that I still wanted those five bridesmaids. And that was a really, really lovely moment to realize that I still had such strong relationships years later with the exact same five people. So I knew that I, I was definitely having the right bridesmaids. And we, they all lived interstate. So when, when I went and had my engagement party back home to celebrate, I took home bottles of champagne for everyone with a card. And although they probably knew that they were going to be asked again, and the first time I don't just ask them over the telephone, but this time I gave them a bottle of champagne and I gave it to them at the engagement party and they absolutely loved it. But that was something quite simple. But back, back then when I got engaged, there wasn't all the things that you know, you can buy now. So the champagne was very appreciated. These days, people like to give a gift and ask their bridal party that way. We sell the candles, the personalized, um, will you be my bridesmaid and will you be my maid of honor candles for that exact reason? Because they can be given alone or in a box of goodies with a beautiful card we also send them direct to bridesmaids if they're interstate or overseas. And it's an amazing surprise for them when they open that and weren't expecting it. And some people are so organized with their wedding colors that they also buy our bridal robes to gift. And then they can, the bridal party can then use those on the day of the wedding. And the other, another option is that you can take them out for lunch or you can go and just have a bottle of bubbles at a bar and ask them or you can get really creative and you can do something fun like a boozy brunch with them all at once or throw a wine night or you could do a bridal party barbecue and both partners can invite who they want to invite to their bridal party to the bridal party barbecue and you can ask them all there that that is also something that's really fun and different that you can do it's endless anyway. I could go on and on and on about the different ways you can ask people, but that's just a few of them. So you have to, I'm going to talk about actually about being the fact that sometimes you have to also be prepared for a little bit of rejection. And sometimes some people might say no for financial reasons. They might, you know, not be able to afford to be in your bridal party or um, they're having a baby and it's going to be due at the same time. So don't ask the other people who you're going to give jobs to. So if you're someone you're going to ask to be a witness or um, do a reading, um, maybe don't ask them until the day after you've asked all your bridal party because then you know everyone's accepted to be in your bridal party. And then once everyone's accepted, you know, you, you know, you can give all those jobs out. But if someone says, oh, I'm so sorry, I cannot be in your bridal party, then you can ask one of those other really important people. So just give it one day and do not take it personal. If somebody says no to being in your bridal party, it does happen. And sometimes people just generally don't like also being on stage and it makes them very nervous and their anxiety can't cope with that. So just understand that and accept that and, and, and move on. But it, you should also, I suppose, mention to people when talking about some people that say no, it's good to um, be clear on your expectations of what you want from these people that you're asking to be in your bridal party. Not, not, like, a, not like a work lecture when you're at work and you're telling someone about the expectations of their job, um, but more like 
what you'd like for a hands and a bridal shower and what you'd like them to do for that. And if you want some help planning with the wedding, what you might like them to do, because some people just might not want to do those tasks or they might not have time or across the next year, they might be traveling for six months for that and they just can't give you what you need. So it's really good time to have a chat about it. And it's, they're usually your best friends. So you can do that pretty easily, but give them plenty of notice also of what you want the day before the wedding and the week off the wedding, because if you're having a destination wedding, you might say to them, oh, I want you there the week before because I'd like to do this, this and this. That might not be possible for them. Or the day before the wedding, you might want them for the whole day, but with their job, they just might not be able to get the days off. So have that conversation too. And especially if you're having a destination wedding. And then just be respectful of all the decisions. But um, once you're all sorted, you can then get excited with them in the lead up and uh, don't overkill them with wedding information. (laughs) But get them excited and make them look forward to what's coming and get them involved in helping pick the dresses and stuff like that because then they're really going to look forward to the wedding and then they're going to want to help you over and above as well. And then just check in with them as they're planning for your pre-wedding parties. So whether you're having a hen's as we call it in Australia, bachelorette party overseas or a bridal shower. But yeah, check in with them and see if they need any help um, or anything that they might want from you. Sometimes you might have to help them or give them suggestions for, for what you want. Just don't always expect them to know. And then don't be upset if it's something that you didn't want, if you didn't actually say anything. So it's good to have open and honest conversations about all of that. So anyway, I hope that some of this information has helped. Asking your bridal party is just such a, it's so exciting. And most, 99% of the time, people are jumping out of their skin that you have actually asked them. And they're so excited and they feel really special. So just really enjoy that. So I hope some of these um, tips on this episode have helped you. And they'll help you make some bridal party decisions if you're going to find that hard. I always say over and over again to remember, it is your day. So always do what you and your partner want. But thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please click on subscribe so you can catch the upcoming episode. And if you have a spare minute, I would be grateful if you can just leave us a review. But until next time, Enjoy being engaged and staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.